Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Brand new banging I am rap stereo podcast is here. Haiti, have no fear on today's brand new banging I am Rappaport stereo podcast. The punch heard round the world, breaking down all things Draymond Green, how we got here and where we're going, how he went from kicking dicks and sending dick pics to punching his teammate that looks like El DeBarge, plus kooky Kanye West, an NFL week six, and a wonderful. Wacky weekend in Minnesota at the marvelous Mall of America. All that more in a brand new banging I Am Rapport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k. 
aka Mr. New York, aka Mr. 212. I hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from Astoria, Queens. Yes. Queens is in the house. Represent. Represent. My name is Michael Rappaport. The inflamed Ashkenazi. Unfortunately, I'm feeling a little bit inflamed. But I'm back, boom, back in the New York groove, back in New York after a beautiful weekend of shows in Minneapolis, Minnesota, St. Paul, the marvelous Mall of America. Holy shit. First of all, shout out to everybody that came out to the shows at the marvelous Mall of America. What a place. I, I'm going to be totally honest about the Mall of America this time. It didn't, it didn't sink me in this time. I didn't get sucked into the vortex of the Mall of America. I made it out of there. I didn't get lost once. I, I had prepared. I was like, I'm not getting stuck in that fucking hole. Okay? I'm not going to be going into the Mall of America for a Starbucks. I'm not going to be going into the Mall of America for a show. I'm not going to be going into the Mall of America to the Kiel store and what's supposed to be a 15-minute trip and wind up being trapped in there for 90 minutes. Didn't happen. Okay? I was on my P's and Q's. Uh, and let me tell you something. This Mall of America, I know some people are like, why are you stuck? Why are you fascinated on, on this Mall of America? Because the fact that it's called the Mall of America is true. It is very American. There are... White people, black people, Somalians, a lot of Somalians. It's a Somalian culture in Minnesota. Asians, a Latino people, all walking around this fucking hellhole. And it, and it is a fucking shithole. And, I'm, and I said this to the crowd. It's not like this has nothing to do with Minnesota. And if you're just a local shopping there, I get that too. But other than a local shopping there or, or people of... Minnesota working there. I don't know why anybody would go to the fucking Mall of America. It's hell on earth. And if you want to really solve world peace, I've said it once, said it twice, I'm going to say it again. Oh, yeah, I've said it once, I've said it twice. I am going to say it again. If you want to solve world peace, I don't know these countries, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, Wherever the fuck there's problems, wherever there's been problems for decades and decades and years and years, parts of Africa, parts of America. But if you really want to solve world peace, I don't know, Ukraine, Russia, where there's too much time on their hand, too much time to think about the past, too much time to think about religion and these stupid conflicts that have been going on for years. If you really want to figure these things out, Open up a mall of America in these hell holes. I am telling you, I am fucking telling you, open up a Hooters, a Bubba Gump shrimp. They had a Lululemon store that was three times the size of any Lululemon store I've ever been to. But that's just the beginning. They got every fucking thing you could think of. They got a jerk chicken place in the mall of America. And full transparency, I didn't even tell my wife this. I rolled the fucking dice. And I mean, I rolled them. I rolled the dice and had, I had some motherfucking oxtails out of the Mall of America. Let me tell you something. You want to talk about rolling the dice on your life? It's one thing to eat 
oxtails at the spot out there in Flatbush. Because I, I, I went to the, to the spot out there in Flatbush the other two weeks ago with my man Barr. I got some oxtails. I brought them home. My wife took the whole thing and threw it down the incinerator. She said, you're not eating that. And I resented it. And I, re- I resented it a lot. She said, you're not eating that shit. You were just in the hospital two months ago. You call yourself the inflamed Ashkenazi. We were in the hospital over 4th of July weekend. You think I'm letting you eat some oxtails? Well, lo and behold, I was going to my show Saturday night. Went there early. And I saw some Jamaican spot on the third floor of the Mall of America. And they had oxtails. And I said, fuck it, I'm alone. I'm solo. I'm eating those fucking oxtails. And I asked for extra oxtails. I got the oxtails. I got the beans. I got the rice. I got the chickpeas. But this ain't, like I said, this isn't in Jamaica. This ain't in Jamaica, Queens. This ain't in Flatbush. This is in Minnesota, in Bloomington, Minnesota, at the fucking Mall of America. And I stuffed my face with those oxtails. And I don't know what they were, but it was good. It was real good. And I'm still shitting out oxtails. It's three days ago. I've been shitting oxtails for the last three days. But they got everything in the M&M store, Jelly Bean store, a Skechers store, sneaker store, Jordan. I went into the Jordan store. They got some sneaker store in there. Girl didn't make eye contact with me. I said, now I'm not buying anything. You're lucky I'm walking into this fucking place. This is on the top of the mall. I walk in there. I'm looking for maybe, you know, this is one of these boutiques. They got a sneaker boutique in the Mall of America. She didn't make eye contact with me. You don't get my business, okay? Because uh, people have been saying, Mike Rapp, Gringo Bandingo, uh, you are a low-key sneaker head. You've become a low-key sneaker head in the last three to four years. You know the story. I had been retired out of the sneaker game. I had uh, uh, succumbed to just, I'm wearing New Balances, flat-footed. Okay, the flat-footed phenom. And I said, I'm just wearing New Balance. Fuck Michael Jordan. Fuck your fucking sneakers. I didn't like, uh, you know, once it got out of like Jordan 4s, I was done. I didn't, they didn't feel comfortable. I wasn't playing basketball anymore. New Balance, I had a crazy hookup. And I, I started to have kids. I was like, I'm done. I'm out of the game. I'm not collecting. I'm not going to KP Kong. I'm not going to Jew Man. I'm not going anywhere to get these things. I'm out. Give me fucking New Balances. And then when I started doing shows... And then during the pandemic with the last dance with those Michael Jordan, I was able to put my sword down and I was like, I, I like Jordans. I got one pair, which led to the next pair, which led to the pair after that and so on and so forth. So when I go into your little boutique at the top of the Mall of America and you don't, you don't have a large selection, I'm coming from New York, Nueva Yorka, okay? Maybe you got something I want, but when I walk in there, you don't make eye contact with me. Not that... You're supposed to make eye contact with me because I am the gringo mandingo. You're supposed to make eye contact with all customers walking in the store. I'm walking in your store. You greet me with the eye contact. How you doing? Can I help you? Let me know if you need any assistance, sir. Something like that. You don't make eye contact. I see your selection is whack. I 360. I get the fuck out of there. I 180 on your ass. I skateboard. I 180 and I'm out. I'm down at the Nestle cookie store eating four cookies. That's another thing, sweetheart. My wife has been asking me because she said you smell like you smell like hell since you've come home from Minnesota. She said, "Was it cookies?" And I said, "You know what? I did what I did. I made it home in one piece." The last time I was in Minnesota, I was with my man, the young shooter Dean Collins. Okay, you go to Minnesota for five shows by yourself. I got to get in and get out by any means necessary. So what I ate is my fucking business. 
Anyway, it was a great trip. Shout out to everybody that came to the shows. I'll be in Austin, Texas. Never performed in Austin, Texas. I know we podcasted in Austin, Texas. I will be there October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Capital City Comedy. All tickets, all information are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Then I'm going to Michigan. I'm doing some spots in Grand Rapids, Michigan where I believe, I don't fact check, but I believe Grand Rapids might be the home of Michigan State. Don't fact check. Michigan State, uh, one of the alumni is uh, the great uh, Magic Johnson, and of course, Draymond Green, who we're going to get to later on in this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. But uh, all tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Am I coming to your city in 2022? Um, let me know. michaelrappaportcomedy.com. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I, and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. trip there. I made it back, ate some things I shouldn't have eaten. Uh, but even, there was health food stores in the Mall of America, health food restaurants. I, I can't believe that anything they served. I don't care what, what Orange Julius, uh, they had juice spots. I don't give a fuck what it is. Wh- whatever they call it, 
uh, in the Mall of America. There, there's no way that anything could be healthy for you in that Mall of America. I don't, I don't care. Carrot juice, celery juice, they could press it right in front of you. Cucumber juice. There's nothing that they serve in the Mall of America that could actually be. They could grow coconuts and pineapple trees in that fucking place. It can't be healthy if it's coming out of the Mall of America. Anyway, it was a... Um, whew, it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy crazy week. Let me start with Kanye. Let me start with kooky fucking Kanye West, who I talked about last week on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, and I don't need to rehash it, okay? But I did, I don't want to say defend, I did give what I thought was an explanation after listening to kooky Kanye West and kooky Candace Owens. Because I personally believe there's a difference between the sentiment of Black Lives Matter and the business of Black Lives Matter. They're two different things, the sentiment and the business. And in my opinion, after listening to kooky Kanye West and spending a half hour listening to kooky Candace Owens, I believe that the White Lives t-shirt stunt was going after the business of Black Lives Matter. I articulated that on the last podcast, okay? This fucking guy goes on Tucker Carlson the next day, who I can't stand that no-neck motherfucker, Tucker Carlson, and I'm waiting for you to pop off, you fuck. I've went after you before. I'll go after you again. I'm at the fucking gate, Tucker Carlson. You no-neck cock sucker you. Okay, you're not a news person. You know you're not a news person. You have no neck. You've been looking for your neck for about five or six years now. Okay, but Kanye went on there and said all kinds of off-the-rail shit, talking about his wife and Christians and something about the Kushners and the... He mentioned the Jews. He mentioned the Black Lives, but he doesn't explain... He's all over the fucking... I don't care. You know, and I said it might be time for a Kanye West bash, and then Jordan... And Miles of the Dust Brothers, uh, the uh, the Bleach Brothers, uh, sound uh, extraordinaire producers of the Iron Rap Stereo Podcast, they reminded me that in 2016, which is six years ago, six years ago, we did a full Kanye West bash. And I think that was probably before the hat. It was definitely before going Death Con 3 on the Jews. It was definitely before, this is six years ago, we were bashing this fuck. Because you're a dope producer. But you ain't all that, Kanye West. You made dope records, but you ain't all that. We did a full podcast on that ass. No, Bruno. Real nice and real fucking proper. And I suggested it might be time to blast this motherfucker again. So lo and behold, Saturday night, I finished doing my second show at the Marvelous Mall of America. Great show. Come back to my hotel room. I'm packing. I'm unwinding. Going on my social media and all that shit. Watch a good documentary, the Redeem Team documentary, which I'm going to talk about, which I didn't think was going to be that good, but actually had me in my feelings. Got to remember to talk about the Redeem Team documentary. And I see this tweet from kooky Kanye West. And it says, let me pull the fucking tweet up, which is rule number one of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, which we, we don't fact check, but I want to I quote him. They took it down. They took it the fuck down. It's fine. I, I, I screenshotted it. I screenshotted Kooky Kanye. He said, 
This is Saturday night after I did my second show. I'm busting my ass out here in Minnesota. I'm trying to digest oxtails, okay? Peas and rice and some other concoctions from the Mall of America. This fucking guy tweets because he had been suspended for Instagram. And I'm glad they said, I'm glad they suspended. You know how many suspensions I've had to deal with, you fuck? They've given you a long leash. But he says, I'm a bit sleepy tonight. But, I, but when I wake up, I'm going death con three on Jewish people. I'm going to read that again. This fucking guy says, I'm a bit sleepy tonight. But when I wake up, I'm going death con three on Jewish people. The funny thing is I, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew also. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. You fuck you. You fuck you, Kanye West. And I said, I tweeted back. I said, I'll be waiting and added him. Like, I'm going to sleep. I'm a little sleepy too. I'll be waiting for you, you fuck. I'll be waiting at the fucking gate. I'll be waiting for you to pop the fuck off. I'll be at the fucking, the gate of Jews right there. Me, I'll be there. Me. Next morning I wake up. Go to the airport early. Six in the morning. 5.45 I get up. I'm at the airport six in the morning. I haven't slept. Because these hotels, especially if there's no windows, there's no balconies. This is synthetic sleep. Some people say, well, take a sleeping pill. I go, that's even more. That's synthetic on synthetic. They say, uh, uh, take a, um, the natural one. The, um, what's that natural shit called? Whatever. I don't like taking it in these hotel rooms. You're not going to sleep. You're not going to sleep. It ain't going to help. Got five hours, six hours, and it's not going to work. Wake up. I'm at the airport. I'm all fucked up. My hips hurt. Coughing. I'm barely awake. And then I, I look at my social media and I go, oh, yeah. You said you were a bit tired, but tomorrow you were going to go death. Not death, you dumb fuck. You were going to go death con three on the Jews? You were going to go death? And I, and I realized, number one, Kanye, and I mean no disrespect, but your mother, beautiful. She seemed like a beautiful woman. Donda, wasn't she an English teacher? You fuck. She would be, she would be so insulted by the way. Your spelling sucks. And this is coming from a person who can't spell. I didn't graduate high school. That's a fact. Your mother was an English teacher. Forget the content of your tweet. You can't spell, motherfucker. And I think everybody would say, we know you're smart. Your tweets are all over the fucking place. And, and I, yeah, I, I'm not the best speller, but I, I recognize the difference between DEFCON 1 and DEFCON 1, you fuck. And I had to pick up my phone, and I even asked my wife, I said, because I, I was texting her. I said, you see what this motherfucker said? And she said, you can do it. Because my wife doesn't like when I get into all this shit. She does not like me. She doesn't like any of it. She does not like any of the, the ranting, the raving, the, the, the Jew. Like, she knew this was a slippery slope. She said, you have to say something. I said, all right. And I broke the cardinal rule of Rappaport rants, number one, is 99.9% .9 of my rants are always one take. I think about what I'm going to say. I put the camera in front of my face. And I talk that shit. But I did about seven or eight takes. I was talking about his mother being an English teacher. I was talking about uh, his wife. 
I was talking about Pistol Pete Davidson, Sugar Dick and his wife. I was talking all, everything. I was talking about his beard. And then, I, and then I, they were all over the place. And then I said, I, I just got to take the best of each one because you got to be careful. Got to be careful when you're talking about Jews, blacks, black. You're saying you're Jewish. You can't, you got to be fucking careful because they'll cancel you. They will they'll cancel anybody. This is cancel culture. 2022, and you think it's getting better, it ain't better. They will come for you. So I was like, I got to think this one through. Plus, I was tired. And when you are ranting, when I'm ranting, and it's something that's striking a nerve, because most of the rants, they don't, most of them are, in my opinion, they're fun, especially if they're sports rants. Uh, Even the Trump ones, at this point, they're fun. But when you're talking about Jew, anti-Semitic, Black, uh, your mother uh, was an English teacher. This is a slippery slope. So I finally did my rant. Uh, it's 60 seconds, because that's the best way to rant. 60 seconds. This is short form shit talking. This is an art into itself. Short form shit talking, 60 seconds or less. That's what they want on the internet. Our attention spans are, are shot. You could barely hold somebody's attention for 60 seconds. So I, I said, you fuck you, Kanye West, you fuck you. you you're going to go death con three on the Jews. You are going to go death con three on all the Jews. Fuck you, you fuck you. First of all, it's not death con three. It's death con three. Second of all, you're not doing shit, Kanye. This is one of the things that we said on the last podcast when we did the full Kanye West rant. The thing that stuck out to me from that last podcast that we were saying, because he was going after the paparazzi, threatening paparazzi, and our suggestion was, get Kimbo Slice to be the paparazzi for TMZ. This is before the late, great Kimbo Slice passed away. TMZ should hire Kimbo Slice. And he shows up at the airport to meet Kanye West, chest naked. He's got the nice Teddy Pendergrass chest hair. And let him ask the fucking question to Kanye West and see if he starts talking that shit. When Kimbo Slice goes, yo, Kanye, what about your new record? Your new record is trash. You're not going to say anything to Kimbo Slice. And I'm not a tough guy. But you're not going DEFCON 3. You're not going DEFCON 3. You're not doing shit. And that rant went viral because it's him and it's Jews and all this stuff. And some of the comments that I got about that rant some support, some say uh, you're talking about somebody with mental illness. Fuck your mental illness. I, I, have you taken your mood stabilizers, Kanye? I took mine this morning. I'm on 20 MGs. Lexapro. That's what I'm on. 20, 20 MGs, 20, 20 milligrams. Did you take your fucking your mood stabilizers? It's 3.53 p.m. Have you taken your mood stabilizers today? It is 3.53 p.m., Forget it's 3.53 p.m. Do you know where your kids are? It's 3.53 p.m. Have you taken your fucking mood stabilizers today? And that's just not going for Kanye West. It's going for all of us. Because if you need to take your fucking mood stabilizers, take your mood stabilizers. And, and I'm sick and tired of this. Well, he's mentally ill. No shit, he's mentally ill. But we're giving a, a person... We don't. First of all, I haven't seen a diagnosis. Maybe he seems like he's mentally ill. But we haven't seen an actual diagnosis. He talks that bipolar shit, but I haven't seen a piece of paper saying he's actually bipolar. This is a very talented person. This is a very creative person. He could be doing some Andy Kaufman shit for all we know. How the fuck do we know? How do we know what he really is? We haven't seen the paperwork. 
Second of all, we all got mental fucking problems these days. It's National uh, Mental Health Awareness Day today. I took my mood stabilizers today. You know what would happen if I didn't take my mood stabilizers today? My wife would kick me out of the fucking house. I need those. I need that coffee. I need those mood stabilizers. I need to work out. If I don't do at least two out of three of those things a day, I'm on the verge of being kicked out of my house every single day. Okay? So we don't know if you're actually bipolar, Kanye West. I need that fucking paperwork. And even if you are bipolar, like I said, everybody's dealing with mental shit. Why are you, ex why are you the only person who gets a pass for being fucking off the chain? Okay? Because most people would have relationships ended if they behaved like Kanye West. But the world now has to babysit you. You're a grown man, motherfucker. Why are we babysitting you, Kanye West? Why are we making excuses for you talking crazy? And if you weren't Kanye West, a very, very good producer, not the best. You ain't the best, motherfucker. We know who you got your style from. We know who you got your style. You're dope, but you're not the dopest. But if this was a dude who was on the subway platform talking that shit, or this was a dude talking that bullshit on 7th Avenue, or this was a dude in the, anywhere, on the street, anywhere, you would walk by this fucking guy. You wouldn't give a fuck about this guy. But because it's Kanye West, we, we keep putting up with it, keep putting up with it, keep putting up with it. And like I said, one of the comments that people uh, on Twitter, because Twitter's, they're like, well, after I ranted, they said, well, you know, black people are the original Jews. Africans are the original Jews. I said, what the fuck does that have to do with what he's saying? Who cares? Who cares who's the original? I'm talking about him. I'm talking, this isn't a, a debate on the history of Jews. I'm talking to this motherfucker. I'm Jewish. Maybe Kanye West is Jewish. Who the fuck knows? He makes gospel music. I don't think he's Jew. What kind of Jew are you who makes gospel music and doesn't claim being Jewish? The point is, is that... You know, and I, and I was, after I ranted and after I raved and I watched my fantasy football and I lost in my money, my money league badly, I was thinking, I don't give a fuck about Kanye West. I don't give a fuck about his music. I don't give a fuck about him. I don't have any hatred towards him. I think he's, he's lonely. I think Kanye West is broken. I think he's hurt. I think he's a prisoner of fame. I think he's, um alienated himself. I think he's, um, you know, doesn't have any like real ride or die people around him. And in a way, I think he's pathetic at this point. He, he's pathetic. And I was having this conversation the other day. I was like, you think there's any way to him for him to come back? Like, uh, you know, to be quote unquote relevant. Cause people are like, Oh, he's doing this for attention. He doesn't need attention. Kanye West. We, me, you, everybody, as soon as he puts out a tweet or an Instagram, we respond, we tweet back, I rant, World Star this, NBC this, uh, Shade Room this, Tucker Carlson, he doesn't need attention. Kanye West does not, if he, people think he's doing this for attention, strike that. He ain't doing this for attention. He does not need any attention. All he has to do is walk down the street. He'll get as much attention as he, he don't need attention. Is he doing this to sell shit? No. He's not doing this to sell shit. He's not doing this for money. He's doing this because he believes the shit. And whether or not it, it's valid or not, it's just, it's got to a point where it's like, yo, you're a grown fucking man. You are a grown fucking man. And you're just all over the place. You're confused. 
you're lonely, and you, you look pathetic. And whether or not he'll ever be quote-unquote relevant, who cares? He's had more relevancy than, than most artists will ever have in their lifetime. I, I just was kind of like, fuck this dude. Fuck this dude, you know? And, and, but also, I feel bad for him in a way. I feel bad for Kanye West. And um, I also feel bad for the Jews. I feel bad for Jewish people, not because of what Kanye West said, because we continue not to be able to defend ourselves publicly. I've said this before. I'm so sick of these fucking schmeckle dick, nasal nose Jewish fucking guys. I'm talking to the Jewish men. The Jewish men out there, you don't say shit. You're scared. And I don't know why we're scared. It's not a physical confrontation. If another group of people, and it's part of our culture, it's part of our religion to, to be compassionate, to be loving. Fuck that. We could be that and also tell somebody to suck our fucking dick. I'm sick of the anti-Semitism from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Sick of the anti-Semitism. You're not going DEFCON 3. Def the reason why that triggered everybody, Kanye, is because, number one, you're dumb, and you didn't know the difference between DEFCON and DEFCON. If you had said DEFCON, you wouldn't have gotten to the trouble that you got into. But when you start talking about DEFCON, when you start talking about DEFCON 3, see, the Jews, less than 100 years ago, they went DEFCON 6 million plus. So when you start talking about death and death con and you're going to go off on all the Jews, that makes people, that gets them excited. That gets the Jews, really gets them scared. But the fact that Jewish people, especially in quote unquote Hollywood and show business, in politics, we will defend every other race. We will defend every other religion. But when it's time to stand up and talk shit, for ourselves, we don't do it. I'm sick and tired of the stereotype of the nasal nose, scared, hunched back, fucking neurotic Jews. I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it. And that's why I said, when you talk that shit, Connie, I'll be ready. I'll be, I'll be waking up earlier than you. And I, and I did wake up earlier than you. You fuck, I got to you first. You fuck you. You fuck. You're, you're going to redesign the lasers, the Jewish space lasers? Hi, you fuck. But all these Hollywood, they'll Jew it up. You'll Jew it up when it's to be neurotic, to be, oh, I'm, you to do all your shit. But you, but you can't take your, your holla bread. You can't untuck the holla bread and talk some shit. And Kanye fucking West or Marjorie Taylor Greene or any of these other motherfuckers who want to come at the fucking Jews when you start talking about death con, I'm at the gate. Fuck. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Been going too long with the Kanye stuff and the Jew stuff, but it really does bother me. And as I've, I've explained in the past, you know, like I'm not the most Jewish person in the world, but I, I, the one thing my the one thing my my father in particular and my mother was like, you, my father was like, and my father's we're not, I'm not no tough dude, I'm not none of that shit. But he's like, you can't be a pussy Jew. That was you just can't be a pussy Jew. It's the only thing, and I didn't deal with anti-Semitism in New York City. I never had any of that shit till the internet. I started hearing and being called crazy stuff as a Jew when I started talking shit about Trump. That's the first time in my life, and that was what four years ago. Growing up in New York, I, I personally never heard any anti-Jew shit ever. Anyway, the other thing that's been going on is the Draymond Green situation, which is insane. And the person who's most happy about the Draymond Green situation is not Kevin Durant. It's not LeBron James. It's certainly not the Golden State Warriors. It's not anybody playing in the NBA. The person who's most happy about the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole punch is Ime Udaka, Boston Celtics, Suspended head coach. He's like, thank God. Thank God Draymond sucker punched Jordan Poole so you could forget about me and my shitty ass ways. You, Ime Adaka, you should send Draymond Green a fucking thank you letter because the heat is off you right now. But Draymond Green, who has been another staple of my shit talking, Love him, hate him, enamored with him, ranting on him. He brings it on himself. He likes it. He's making tons of money off it. His podcast, he's on TBS, TNT with those guys. He, he knows. Draymond Green, unless you've been living under a rock, 
punched his teammate Jordan Poole in the face in practice. You all saw the videotape. Uh, they were obviously talking shit to each other. Draymond Green loves to talk shit. Fantastic shit talker. One of the great shit talkers in sports history. Antagonizer. Has gotten the most... I mean, there's probably not anybody... There's certainly not anybody in the NBA right now who's gotten the most out of their talent as Draymond Green. He has squeezed every single ounce out of the, the talent that he has. And I'm not going to diminish the talent. He's a all-star champion in the NBA. But we know he's not the most skilled player. But he has squeezed the juice to make a great career for himself. Great shit talker. And one of the reasons why he, he needs to talk shit is because he's not that good. But it's a skill to be a great shit talker in sports, especially if you could use it to uh, your, um, your benefit. And he certainly does. But unless you've been living under a rock, Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, you can't hear the sound. You know Draymond Green was talking shit. Apparently Jordan Poole's a shit talker. This has probably been going on for months. They probably talk shit to each other and practice all the time. But there's a different level of shit talk that obviously took place because... Draymond Green walks over to Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, Draymond Green gets right in his face. Jordan Poole, you know, pushes him off him. Not like a full strength push, but just kind of pushes him off him. You fucked up, Jordan Poole. I don't know if it's your R&B mustache. You got that mustache. You got that Al B. Shore mustache. You look like you're part of like the group 112 or like, I don't know, one of them 90s R&B groups. Pretty boy. Jordan Poole. I don't know what you thought, but it is a rule. If you push somebody, either push them away, or if you push them and they don't go away, you need to step back. That being said, you're not to blame Jordan Poole. Draymond Green, you fuck. You punched the guy. You, you didn't just punch him. You did a, it's a Superman punch. You leaped and punched your teammate in the fucking face. And I don't know if he was knocked out, buckled, or whatever, but you put all your weight, you're six foot seven, probably 250. It's preseason, you're probably 260 pounds right now. All your, your weight, you jump punched him. Superman punched him in the face, buckled an Albie Shore looking motherfucker's legs. The video came out, and all hell has broken loose. Some people were saying it's a sucker punch. Some people were saying it's not a sucker punch. Me personally, I say it's a sucker punch. And the reason why I say that was a sucker punch, although there's different definitions of a sucker punch. First of all, you don't suck, you don't punch your teammate. I don't care who, who it is. You just, you just don't do that, especially a little dude. When Draymond Green, you've had ample opportunity to punch Steven Adams in. You didn't punch Steven Adams. You kicked him in the dick. Draymond Green, you did not punch Steven Adams when you had the opportunity. You kicked him in the dick. You didn't punch LeBron James in the finals. What'd you do? What did you do, Draymond Green? You kicked LeBron James in the dick. And then after all the, the kicking, the flailing, all the shit talking that we've seen you do, the one person that we've seen you punch, and there may be other infractions that we don't know about. Oh, yeah. But the one infraction that we all know about and we got to see 
is you punching little Jordan Poole with his Albie Shore mustache right in the fucking face. You Chris Rocked Jordan Poole. Draymond Green, Chris Rocked Jordan Poole. But you kick other people in the dick. And not only do you kick dicks, you send dick pics. I'll say it again. Not only do you kick dicks, you send dick pics. We're going to get to that dick pic, Draymond. You're wild. There's been so much discussion. I have to pull out my notes because like with the Kanye thing and the Draymond thing, it's been like a land. Like it's just been like a land, was a landstorm, swell. I don't know. Again, Draymond Green, a question. Are you on mood stabilizers? If you are on new mood stabilizers, have you taken your mood stabilizer today? Did you take your mood stabilizer the day you punched Jordan Poole in the fucking face? Question number one. Uh, number two, I've heard a lot of sports broadcasters, Shannon Skip, Stephen A. I'm not naming names specifically, but I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, these things happen. Bobby Portis punched his teammate. I can't remember the guy's name. Bobby Portis, uh, uh, when he was playing, I believe, for the Chicago Bulls, he broke his, his fucking teammate's jaw. Michael Jordan infamously punched Steve Kerr. But we don't know if Michael Jordan wound up and punched Steve Kerr full-fledged in the fuck. We don't know. They say these things happen, but they're making it seem like these things happen all the time. I could see scuffles. I could see uh, Draymond Green, if Jordan Poole uh, and you guys were in practice and you're talking shit and Jordan Poole sets an illegal pick and maybe he hurts you, you swing around and punch him in the face. But for you to haul off and punch your teammate who's smaller than you in the face, that is some sucker ass shit. It's straight sucker shit and it's a sucker punch. We could have this discussion all the time, uh, what the definition of is a sucker of a sucker punch. But I guarantee you Jordan Poole never thought that Draymond Green would haul off and punch him full Superman punch him on some John Jones shit. That's some Conor McGregor shit. I don't know if... Matter of fact, I saw Draymond Green at the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. I met... That's when I met Draymond Green for the first time. He was there with Paul George. So maybe he is a boxing fan. Who the fuck knows? But I've heard a lot of sports broadcasters, announcers, commentators saying... This happens all the time. I don't think this happens all the time. Another thing is, is if, let's say Skip and Shannon were getting into an argument on TV and Skip is talking that shit about the Cowboys and Shannon's like, fuck the Cowboys, fuck Dak Prescott, fuck Cooper Rush. And then Skip is, you know, going this, that, and the third. What if Skip punched Shannon? <laughs> what would happen? What would happen if Shannon punched Skip Bayless or Max Kellerman punched Stephen A. Smith. It would be assault. If that happened at a Starbucks, that would be assault. If that happened at a FedEx office, that would be assault. To excuse it just because they're, they're basketball players and they're professional athletes is, is insane. And then people say, well, yo, if you play pickup, uh, that happens all the time. Listen, I was thinking about that. People were saying, if you play pickup basketball, those things happen all the time. In all my years of playing pickup basketball in New York City, and I played in some of the hardest neighborhoods in New York, Brownsville, Brooklyn, Howard Projects, Howard Park in the 80s and the fucking 90s. I never saw one fist fight. Not one, never, not one. I never saw, I was thinking about this. I never saw one fist fight 
in all my years of playing pickup basketball in New York City, except for the one that I was in. That's the only one that I ever saw. And that was a sucker punch, what I did. At Julia Richmond Park on 68th Street, I sucker punched a dude. That was the only time I saw a fist fight. And all, I've seen dudes get in the other people's face. I've seen dudes push. I've seen dudes square off. Motherfuckers like, yo, chill. They don't let people just get in a fist fight over a basketball game. Especially if you're playing amongst friends. You're not going to get... You could argue. You could talk shit. You might mush somebody. You might push somebody. You might get close to fighting. You might act like you want to fight. You might... You might look like you want to fight, but to actually get into a straight-up fist fight over a basketball game, out of all my years of playing basketball in New York City, in the 80s and the 90s, in the late 70s, I never saw one fist fight, except for the one that I was in. And like I said, I sucker punched a dude. He came back, he got me a couple times, whatever. So for people to say this happens all the time in sports, this happens all the time in pickup games, that's bullshit. That is fucking, I don't care where you are. 99.9% .9 of the dudes, you'll argue, you shit talk, your adrenaline gets up, your ego gets into it. Most people will break it up and that'll be the end of it. So to make this excuse that it, it happens all the time, that's just not true. That simply is not my experience. You could do like a, um, a poll on it. When was the last time you saw a fist fight, an actual fist fight during a pickup game of basketball? And I wasn't playing around soft ass dudes. I was playing around hard ass dudes in Brownsville, Brooklyn, New York, the majority of the time. I've seen dudes play, I mean, super dirty, super physical, but to actually bring it to a fist fight or where you're just hauling off and punching somebody in the face, let alone your teammate, fuck a complete stranger. Because most of the time, uh, if you're playing a pickup game, you could be playing with complete strangers, but your teammate who you won a championship with, who you go to dinner with, who I believe he's from Michigan also, who you've big upped and all that shit, your teammate who got an R&B mustache, you punch him in the face? When you didn't punch LeBron James in the face, you didn't punch Steven Adams in the face, you didn't punch anybody else in the face? Let, let's go back to when all the, the Draymond Green craziness started. Okay, like I said, four-time champion. Disappeared in the finals last year. They had to sit him out. Even his mother said, you look like shit. Four-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, seven-time All-Defensive Team, and in 2017, 2017, he was the Defensive Player of the Year and was led the league in steals. Like I said, squeeze the juice out of the talent that he has. You accomplished more as a six-foot-six power forward than most people could ever imagine. They certainly you you've superseded all the expectations that the Warriors ever thought they were getting with Draymond Green when they picked you. You got that going for you. You got a five-year, $82 million deal. Your contract's almost up. You done fucked up now, Draymond, because now you fucked up your money. They're going to keep you this year. They're not cutting you this year. They shouldn't cut you. I don't think they should cut them. But you done fucked up now because you done fucked up last year in the finals, and now you punched Motherfucker who looks like a backup singer for SWV. You punch him in the face. Jordan Poole looks like a backup singer for SWV. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? 
Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All Star 2013. Remember that? That's almost 10 years ago on Christmas Day. You hard fouled. Well, you, you got a fucking thing for light skinned dudes? I know what the fuck it is, Draymond. Like, how do you know what it is? I know what the fuck it is. You fucking with Jordan Poole and his little bullshit mustache. 2013 Christmas Day. You remember what the fuck you did? The flagrant two against freckle faced. Light-skinned Blake Griffin. You did that dumb shit, then you wouldn't leave the court. Remember that? You remember that? You're on some bullshit. Because you didn't do that to Steven Adams. You didn't do that to LeBron. But you fucked with Jordan Poole and freckle-faced Blake Griffin. And then the Western Conference Finals, you dick-kicked Steven Adams. You're lucky. Yo, you, you don't want any smoke. With, no one wants to fuck with Steven Adams. He's an Aquaman-looking motherfucker. The tattoos, barely speaks English, got that big, he got the head of the size of a caveman. No one really wants to fuck with Steven Adams. He seems like he's about that life and he seems like a nice guy, but he seems like, I don't think Steven Adams would even like throw a punch. I think Steven Adams is like, I don't know what he would do, but I don't want to fuck with him. You can't, he got a big ass head. You didn't want any smoke with him. You dick kicked LeBron James. You got yourself suspended. You got yourself suspended. And you're the, listen, they should have won that series, but you got yourself suspended. That was you who did that. 
Then Kevin Durant came, you won the championship, and then you called him a bitch. And Kevin Durant is so butter-ass soft, he couldn't get over that even after winning the championship. You ran skinny little Kevin Durant out of Golden State. You fuck you. And before all that, in 2016, the, the dick pic that went viral, Draymond Green, the, the summer of 2016, you sent a dick pic and it ended up somehow, way, all over the internet. I, I remember I was on ESPN that summer and I talked about that dick pic. You got to try, you got a, you got a tri-colored dick, homie. I remember seeing your dick. I remember saying something to that effect on ESPN. I said on ESPN, Draymond Green, after you sent that dick pic, the dick kicker sent a dick pic. I said, my man got a tri-colored dick. Your dick is like a uh, pasta, like tricolore. You said you were hacked. <laughs> you played yourself. I know you've a pot. Listen, in all seriousness, people do dumb. I, I admit it on this show, this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Less than, less than a year ago, I smacked fire out of somebody. Okay. I'm not proud of it. My wife was not happy with that. Actually, I'm going to say I'm not proud of it. I don't regret it. But I didn't suck or smack the dude. These things happen. These things happen. And the dude that I smacked fire out of, uh, he had it coming. He knew he had it coming. And I approached him and I let him talk his way out of it. He didn't do it. So I smacked fire at him. Am I a tough guy? No. You apologized. Your apology was all about you, though. You didn't seem like you had any regret, and you blamed it on the leaked tape. Now let's go to the leaked tape. This tape is going to be discussed as much as the JFK Sapruda tape. Who leaked the tape? Why would they leak the tape? How much money did this person get to leak the tape? I don't know. Some people were saying that it might have been Jordan Poole who leaked the tape. I don't think so. Some people saying that it might have been uh, an assistant coach, you know, one of these tape dudes. Who knows? Who cares? But when the tape gets leaked, because the other day when we did the podcast, uh, we didn't know the uh, uh, the situation. When you see the tape and you see you doing some John Jones, Conor McGregor shit to your teammate, who looks like he auditioned for the band Mint Condition, then we have a problem. And everybody's like, fire the person who leaked the tape. The person needs to be arrested. Uh, this is breach of contract. This is, uh, things get leaked all the time. You get sex tapes that get leaked. You get sex tapes by some sick fucks out there. They put their own sex tapes out. We still don't know how the fuck the Kim Kardashian Ray J tape got out there. We don't know if it was leaked. We don't know if it was put out there. We don't know how the Paris Hilton tape got leaked. There's um, there's sick, sick podcasters out there with big sports companies. They put out their own sex tape. A dude put just recently put out his own sex tape, and his fuck style wasn't buckwall. You got dudes who have million dollar podcasting brands putting out tapes of themselves with girls on dog leashes. Things get leaked all the fucking time. Phone calls get leaked. I mean, the Trump shit, he's gotten leaked. Uh, people saying that he's grabbing up limousine drivers on January 6th. This phone call, that phone call. The fact that the tape got leaked, that's not the problem. The problem is you punched a motherfucker that looks like I'll be sure. You're the problem. Not the leaker. That's not the problem. They're like, fire that guy. Should they fire you? I don't think they should fire you. But why are we worried about who leaked the tape? I mean, that's a separate issue. It's not as bad as 
someone punching a cousin of somebody in the group DeBarge. You punch a motherfucker that looks like El DeBarge. Draymond Green, you proud of that? You punched a guy that looks like El DeBarge. They're going to fire the guy. They're, they're going to get to the bottom of it. But that's not the problem. That's not the issue. Now they're talking about should they suspend him? Should they not suspend him? He apologized. I believe in redemption. I don't think Draymond Green is a bad guy. He made a really bad decision. Stupid, like I said. But you know who you're punching and who you're not punching. And it'll play itself out. But Draymond Green, Chris rocked little Jordan Poole. And that's on him. The thing that's fucked up is that not only is it on Draymond Green, not only is it on the teammates, not as on the Steve Kerr, not only on the broadcasters, not only is it on Tim Hardaway, Latrell Sprewell, Chris Mullen, and anybody else that played for the Golden State Warriors, Jordan Poole has to deal with this shit all the time. Yes, he came back the day after and he played in a preseason game, but you bet your bottom dollar when shit is getting tight and you're playing against Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole apparently likes to talk shit. Obviously, you don't like to fight, but he likes to talk shit. You don't think opponents... To get in his head are going to be like, what? I'll Draymond Green you. Oh, you talking shit? You wasn't talking shit when Draymond Green knocked you out. You don't think when Jordan Poole goes into a restaurant, Cheesecake Factory, the Ivy, Four Seasons, people, same way they do Chris Rock now. It's a stain on his, his career, his family members. The first thing they're going to do to Jordan Poole, if you're trying to play lockdown defense, the first thing you say to Jordan Poole, if he, if he pipes up, is what? You didn't do that shit. When Draymond Green, Superman punched you. This is the champ. This isn't the Sacramento Kings. This isn't uh, the Utah Jazz or the Orlando. This is the champion Golden State Warriors. Anyway, what else do we got? NFL, I'll just say this. <clears throat> I got the shit beaten out of me in my money league. Okay? Uh, I duked it out with JD in the Stern Show. The New York Giants, <clears throat> The New York Giants beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in London. Shocking. But I like that fucking coach, Drable or Dable. I like him. He was hyped going off the field. That's a New York coach. Thibodeau and all that. Yo, New Yorkers like that. We, we want a coach who, who goes for it. We want a coach who is emotional. We want a coach who's going to, you know, when we win, he's going to be hyped. When we lose, you, you could feel it. That's like that Bill Parcell shit. This, this guy is the best thing that's happened to the New York Giants since Bill Parcells was coaching him, as far as coaches. And we got the NFLs in full swing. We got the NFLs in full swing going into week six. The NBA is right around the corner. We got the games this week. We got the Jets at the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, you fuck you. You fuck you. We fuck, we got you good at Aaron Rodgers. This, this, this ain't no podcast, okay? This ain't no conspiracy theory. This, this ain't no shots, no shots. We got you, and we got you in London, Aaron Rodgers. We got you. The New York Giants got you abroad. I don't know if you weren't sleeping, okay? I don't know if you were shopping, getting some skinny jeans, but we got you. We got you good. Uh, but we got the Jets. I'm not even a Jets fan, but maybe the Jets are going to fuck you again. So you got fucked once by the Giants, and now we might go back to back. And fuck you again with the New York Jets. The Jets ain't bad. Reese Hall, the wrecking ball. Reese Hall, the wrecking ball. Uh, and the Jets are playing the Packers. I got the Ravens. The Ravens are at the Giants. Big test. 
for Big Blue. And then we got the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys versus the Eagles. The Washington Redskins, generals, commanders, whatever the fuck they are, they stink. They stink. They stink. The Washington commanders just stink. But we got three good teams in the division. We got the Cowboys and Cooper Rush. We got uh, the Eagles who are undefeated. Uh, and we got the New York fucking Giants. Uh, so we got the, the Cowboys playing the Eagles. Uh, and then we have the granddaddy of all of them. Uh, we have the Chiefs playing the Bills. The Bills are at the Chiefs. Big Josh, Jumbo Josh versus Patrick Mahomeboy. Uh, like I said, I got kicked in the dick like a Draymond Green uh, classic in my money league. Uh, but we bounced back because last year, I, I last week I put up the most points. Anyway, let's give out the awards. Let's give out the awards. The NFL week, was it week five? Week, week five. Week five. The NFL week five awards of the week are the fire your analytics guy goes to the Detroit Lions. One week, you look like shit. The next week, uh, you're doing good. This is the curse of HBO's hard knocks. First of all, why don't you give my guy Hawkinson the fucking ball? Number one. But you look like shit versus the New England Patriots. Okay? You got embarrassed. 29 to 0, but the turning point of the game came with three minutes left. You had fourth and fucking nine. And instead of punting the ball like everybody else does, you tried to go for it, which led to a sack, which led to a fumble. And Dan Campbell, I like you. Like I said, fourth and two, you work out. With the team, you do burpees. I saw you do like 40 burpees, HBO Hard Knocks. It was very impressive. But you got to fire your analytics guy, Dan Campbell, because a guy like that, your analytics guy, will fuck around and get you fired if you don't fire him first. The I told you so of the week happened last week. The Panthers fired their head coach, Matt Rule. And let me tell you something, Matt, it ain't your fault. It's Baker Mayfield's fault. Baker Mayfield, you got your coach fired. You suck. I never liked you. Oh, when you came in the league with your fucking stupid dance. I don't know what dance that was. I didn't like you then. I don't know who your agent is. Kudos to your fucking agent. That guy, that agent made you so much money with all your commercials. I didn't like you when you were in Cleveland. I didn't like you when you got drafted with your fucking stupid dances. And I don't like what you're doing to Christian McCaffrey and the Carolina Panthers. I have no allegiance to the Carolina Panthers. But when you fuck with my guy CMC, that's my, that's my first pick on my fantasy football team. And you got, your, you got your coach fired? You know how hard it is to get a coach fired five weeks into the NFL season? That's your fault. You got blood on your hands, Baker. You have blood on your hands. I know Matt Rule's like, isn't this the second coach you got fired? You got the other guy fired in Cleveland, you fuck you. You got the other guy fired in, this is the second coach you've gotten fired, Baker Mayfield. I've been on your ass. No Bruno from Jump Street. Love the NFL. NBA is right around the corner. It's Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. This was full, full on disruption. We love football, okay? And if you do to join me, join us at CaptainPicks.com for all of our plays every single day. Use the promo code Rapport R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. You won't regret it. Like I said, NBA is coming up. I'm going to deep dive, deep dish all things NBA 
came, saw, disrupted, came, saw, disrupted. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper, but most importantly, end this I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real loud and real funky. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.